Rolling. Action. All right, yo, we are here with your boy, brother Troy from Salty Vibes. Check us out. We donate a portion of all the animals. We're over here on the lawn. I'm with your boy, Millionaire's boy. Perfect. It seems to me that like, okay, now I'm kind of going off on a tangent here. 
this shit should just grow. Like I shouldn't have to worry about touching it or bumping into it because I touch and bump into plants all the time outside. Right. Like I shouldn't have to worry, like if I'm growing something, I shouldn't have to worry about it being at a specific stage and whoops, I accidentally fucking breathed on it a little, now it's got a whole bunch of seeds. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like this, it's just like, it shows you how much of like, plants are like, you know, living things, you know, like. How much care and you got to put into it, yeah. Right. Like people think like, yeah, as soon as weed's legal, I'm gonna fucking grow that shit in my back backyard. You never grew fucking weed before, no, you're not. <laughs> hey, you ever seen the weed that grows wild out in like the Midwest? It's, it doesn't look like the shit that grows in like gardens and shit. It looks like weed, and you could like you could try and smoke it. It's basically hemp, but like you know, so, it's not the same. So when I went to fucking Canada, this dude hooked this up, right? And we was getting a pack out there, and he was like. Like people are fucking up weed, getting people cancer from that shit. And we were like, What? Like you're bugging, bro. Like he was like, nah, 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 He was like, think about this, right? It's like a lot of growers they take like pesticide, like the, the plant like the bug killers and shit. And they and they try and um to make the weed grow faster. Like they give it like you know like that, that shit that makes flowers or like miracle grow and shit like that. Yeah. Like or the equivalent of it, you know. So like but like when you're doing that for plants, like we're not that like, yes, it'll make the plant grow faster, bigger and more and with more volume, but we're talking about using this on flowers, which we're not gonna ingest. And now you motherfuckers are putting it on weed and now we're fucking inhaling this shit, bro. Like and, yeah, I can see fucking cancer coming from that shit. Yeah, if you watch a lot of like the serious like weed growing channels on YouTube and stuff, I know a guy who grows too. Um they use organic fertilizer and amendments and stuff like that. All like potassium and nitrogen and shit like that. Stuff that you find in like fertilizer. Uh, but like even the pesticides they use, they don't use like pesticide, pesticide. They use something called neem oil, which is basically like some kind of essential oil. Right, like, like come on man, just like, we've been growing, like, don't get me wrong. Whatever they're doing to this weed. Yeah. Keep doing it. If you're using it, yeah, yeah, okay. I want to say it's amazing. The you can use like the uh, go check out Mr. Canucks on YouTube. Uh, great weed grower. If you want to know how the process goes, but basically, yeah, there's a bunch of like stuff you can use that's safe to use, like uh, you know, fertilizers and like I said, neem oil. Um, I watched this guy I know just douse plants in neem oil all the time. Because they had spider wings on them. Gotta shout out Canatunes, bro. This people, this, this weed farm. In fucking Philly, like in Philly, first of all, second of all, they play music for their weed to help it grow, <coughs> like dead ass. And then they put that yep. shit. They record like their weed. And they put that shit on fucking uh, iTunes and shit, man. Like people do every crazy things with weed nowadays. Man. Yo, that's a sweet. Look at that. <coughs> that's a Jesse Pitfall blunt. That's nice and tight. That's a nice tight shape. Yeah, it's always approved. <coughs> you know. And we chose the difficult roll with this, this veins and shit in it too. We still smoking them out. So yeah, now that we've been recording for about six or seven minutes, hello, welcome to this segment of the Million X Girlfriends podcast. Uh, it's Juan Sanchez. Uh, this is my buddy Jesse Piff, and yeah. today we're just hanging and talking about some shit. We did a little work on a project earlier. Yeah. Not gonna announce that yet. We're gonna. Take time to figure out what's going on with that, but if you know me, I probably if you know me personally, I probably talked about it a lot already. <laughs> so, <laughs> <Say it>. <laughs> <laughs> so you already know it's going up, but hey, we're good. Yeah, for the for the people I bug on Twitter to watch this video, um, you, you get to find out later. 
So, Jesse, tell me a little bit about, I kind of want to do like the, um, I want to try to avoid the 45 second story of who you are. 45 like, seconds? Yeah. Right, came from more like who I am. Like, like <laughs> if you were to make a pitch for a movie about your life. Like how would, you, life? how would you sell? Yeah, in right. forty-five to sixty seconds, how, how what would the movie of your life look like? Uh, I'm a kid from the smallest town in the smallest state that that that's just asking for more. That's really what it is. Like where I'm from, like you grow up seeing people either one get their own business and do some wild shit like that you could never repli replicate. <coughs> Or two, they moved to Florida. And like, that's it. Like, so, like, you kind of have to just find your own way, or you get stuck in one of the trade jobs. You know what I mean? Like, or you go to the army. Like, yep, nope, I got, I know what you, exactly what you mean. I got, I got a pesticide license to put down fertilizer and shit because it's what makes a decent amount of money. Right. And I'll be honest, I don't want to do that shit forever, but right now, it, you know, right now it puts food on the table, so. I see, I see how it could, I see how quickly one could get stuck in like that sort of dead end routine that we're all afraid of, you know? We're all afraid of becoming our parents. And it's, yeah, and I like, see how they got to where they are, you know? And it's, it, we were talking about it earlier too, like, how it's like so, like, liberal here, but it's really conservative as fuck, so it's like, yeah, they want you to dream big and, 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 uh, uh, and aspire to do your own things, but in the end, everybody just wants you to stay home get a nine to five, yep. get a wife, kids, have them grow up in the same town and do the cycle again. Dream big and have your aspirations as long as it contributes to the system. Right. Which, um, I don't know. Or find, find a job that you like enough that fits in the system <laughs> and do that forever. <laughs> okay. It doesn't have to necessarily be your dream job, but like, <clears throat> And we were talking about like evolution and people earlier. Now, back in the day, it used to be necessary to like develop that sense of community and stuff like that um, for this great age of communication and technology and stuff. But like, you know, that was the reason why you would like get a job, do the nine to five. You were basically just doing what the last people did, even though you were still trying to do it differently, because that's just how things change over time. Hold on, I gotta get this fucking yeah. yeah, give me a second to find my train of thought. So basically. <coughs> what I mean by that is we're doing the same things that our parents did. It, it happens. Um, the thing is just to be mindful about it because anybody could fall into the trap of, you know, it's, it's easy. It's easy to have kids, you know? You wake up one day and you're like, oh, fuck, you're what? I'm sorry. <laughs> right, bro, I was like... And like, I was never scared of having kids, so like... <coughs> and my dad always told me it doesn't matter how much money you have, what job you have, because that shit is destined for you. Like, you're gonna go get whatever job you have to get. And like, once the kid's there, once the kid's coming, like on the way, like, all you can do is show it love. So yeah. like, it doesn't matter if you have four kids, or you have one kid. If you have four kids, you have the same job, the same paycheck. You'll spread it out between the kids and make it work. If you got one kid, People are like, oh, I'll say, no, you're gonna spoil the shit out of your one kid, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's all the same, bro. My, uh, my dad, oh, that's that soda from earlier. So, when I was younger, both my parents worked, 
Um, my mom got injured after a while. She couldn't work anymore. My dad has actually carried the family for a while. And I have a lot of respect for him because there's five of us, me and my four younger sisters. And, uh, you know, we've always had animals and stuff. And uh, he just always aspired to try and give us the best life, even though he doesn't have that much. And I just never, I guess I never realized it or, or like I took it for granted or whatever. But like once you start working, making your own money, uh, making some of your own decisions in life and seeing that stuff. And like, especially now, since I moved back in with them and started living with them, I definitely see him as more of a person than like my dad. Like I, I, I've, I've had to talk to him and had a lot of conversations where I realized like, this is just another guy who's just trying to figure it out like the rest of us. And all of a sudden, every fucking fight or every time I raise my voice at him or whatever, it just seemed so fucking dumb. I was like, oh man, because I'm doing the same thing now. Hey dad, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know? just wait till you become a dad, man. Like, when I became my dad and I was like, yo, I'm yelling at my kid for the same shit that my dad was yelling at me for because this is like, yo, I've seen it happen, man. Just listen to me. And I'm, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to be a little bit fucking like, uh, I'm talk talk a lot about myself right now, but like I'm glad I realized that mm -hmm. before I had kids. Because right. like even with my sister sometimes, like I was at the beach with them last night. Mm -hmm. I could feel like the, the riptide coming in. So I was like, all right, we gotta go. Get your feet on the ground, let's get out of here. Yeah. And like my two younger sisters, 18 and 17, are like, oh, don't worry, we'll be fine. And I'm like, I'm uh, just trying to keep you alive. Right, <laughs> right, exactly. Like I'm trying to like, I'm like, like all those times of like, Dad's putting rules on you, and you're like, damn, but like, what the hell? <coughs> We're good, but let me live. And then you're just like, but nah, when you're a dad, you're like, all right, all these people here, I gotta take care of all of them. Whether they know it or not, I'm responsible. If something wrong happens, like, it's on me, bro. Like, mm. And uh, looking, looking back on it, my parents definitely did it right, whatever they did, because, like, me personally, I know that my, my two youngest sisters, I think all my sisters are smarter than me, but like the two youngest ones in particular have always been way smarter and way more self-aware than I ever was at any age. Mm. So like when they when they were 10 years old, they were twice as smart and more mature than I was at 10 years old. I feel like there's no exact right way to do it, but there's definitely wrong ways to do it. They got better. They did get better, you know? <clears throat> and I don't want to say like they did a bad job. Are you the oldest? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to say they did a bad job with me, but they had me young, and you know, I mean, they just—they were young kids. They were young but people. Like, and I get it. I mean, as people, like, that's just how it is. Like, I mean, you have your second kid. Like, I kind of got practice on it because I had a stepson, and then I had my kids. So, like, I got a little bit of practice. I've been an uncle for a really long time, but like, once you get like your second kid, you're like, you know what's coming from like kids, like developmentally. Yeah. Like, like every kid doesn't develop the same way, but. The same stuff happens around the same time. I already know that by the time I have kids, I'm gonna be so past it. The kid's gonna be like, hey dad, and then so, say some magical kid shit, and I'll be all like, yes, you're cute. That's great. I love you. Stop trying to impress me. <laughs> so like for me, it was like, well, me and my dad, I was the last kid. I was the youngest kid of his. So like, and there's like a huge gap between me and my sisters. So like, for me and him, he was done. Like, not done being a parent, because, like, don't get me wrong, my dad was there, like, he was into being a parent. But with life, my dad was done, bro. Like, he was an older guy, like, yeah. you know, he yeah. wasn't the same spry guy like he was, like, when he had my sister. So, like, it was a way different 
relationship. Me being the person that I was, I wanted him to be like, like me, like spry, like yo, like let's go play basketball, let's go play football, like, like, like let's go do all this shit. Like my dad took me to do stuff and taught me shit, but it was more about life, not about like, like sports and shit like that. You know? Oh shit, now that you say that, I am so appreciative that my parents were young when they had me because I did shit like that. Right. I played catch, we shot hoops. He never let me make a basket. Right. That motherfucker was always 6'3 from the moment I was born, and he would never let me make a basket. And that's the thing, you got to see your parents in their element, and not, not every kid gets to see that. Fucking, I learned to shoot outside free from a young age, man. Yeah, your dad, like, it is, it is. I developed an appreciation for Muggsy Bogues because my dad was a fucking good dad. Right. And that's what I'm saying, like, with my kid, like, that's why I kind of wanted to have my kid early, but not too early. Like, my sisters and my dad, my sister, my dad, whatever. But they had the kids like when they were 21. So like, I wanted to just make it past 21 when I had my kid. And I felt like after that, like I, I was good. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. like, but I was always ready for it. Like, my, you know, my dad's actually really cool. Um, he was saying something one time when he was like, I always saw myself having a family. I'm like, you know what? That's actually mad cool because most most guys don't, you know. Like he, he said that like no matter what he no matter what he was doing in life he always saw himself settling down to have a family one day, and not all guys had do have that you know. Right. It's hard for me to like I understand what you said. It's hard for me to like picture that because that's that's the type of guy I am. Like like our kids are everything. Like like that's that's family is big to me. Like it just is like for whatever reason like growing up and, and all that other stuff. Like, I have a great family like. But they were far, so like family's huge to me. Like every moment that we spent together because we were far, it was it was a dope moment, and like that really stuck with me. Um, I think maybe if like my family lived closer, maybe I wouldn't have such maybe not such an experience because we'd have more bad times together. But I guess like bad times turn into good times eventually too. So like you know like it all works out. Like ten years ago, when I was like at the end of high school and shit, I remember like. My dad taking stuff to do like hooligan stuff, like lighting fireworks off in areas we shouldn't be and stuff like that. So that was pretty cool. Um, but like when you say family that lives far away, <clears throat> all of my relatives, cousins, and grandparents and stuff always lived. We grew up in Rhode Island. Now, I was born in California, mm. but like you know, my mom's parents live out there. My dad's parents have they lived in Virginia for a while. But uh, yeah, every time I always got together with like the extended family, like the cousins and stuff, it was. Always a good time. Right. Always because y'all don't see each other, you know what I mean? So you understand, like, you know, I have bad times all the time, but this is the escape. My cousins used to say that all the time, they used to come to Rhode Island. Yeah. From like Jersey and, and New York and Florida and Atlanta. And they'd be like, yo, man, like, coming to your house was the escape for us from our world, like, being here in Rhode Island and being out, like, we was out in the sticks. Like, not too far out in the sticks, but you know. Okay. I, have so an I have an uncle that works in, he's married to my dad's sister, mm. but he works in the government. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say about that, but he lives in Virginia, they live in Virginia. And going down there, I just never realized like the gravity of like the guy's job and like how much money he makes and shit. Because yeah. like we go to their house and it's a nice house, but like, it's, not, it's not huge or anything. And like it was always just such a good time, like running up and down the stairs, messing shit up, playing with all the toys, leaving them all over the floor and stuff. Mm. Going out in the backyard and just raising hell, you know, like, Wah! it's just always, always, 
it, it's stuff like that that like I miss. You don't realize like how how uh, big that shit is, how much you appreciate it. Yeah, so until later you get to do it and like yeah, and then you get to be an adult, and you're like, damn, that shit was really hard for like our parents to do. And, like, and the only other opportunity I'm gonna have for that shit, short of being invited to my own family, like functions, is having my own family and doing the same thing. Right. And then it's just not the same perspective. Yeah. And then you're like searching for something that like you can't search for. It. Dude, that's how I used to feel going to like backyard parties and shit. You know that meme where it's like, you ever smoked a blunt around this glass table? Mm -hmm. Dude. That's what exactly what it felt like. Every time you're at one of those parties, smoking weed, trying to hit on some chick who wasn't interested in you, you're searching for something that you can't get there. That's exactly what it feels like. Thank you. <laughs> I've been wondering about that so much lately because I've just I've just been like you know, I think about think about the past a lot, especially when I smoke weed. It's like where I've been, the lessons I've learned, uh, you know, <clears throat> shit like that. I try not to dwell. Yeah, I don't dwell. I just try to like see what lessons I, I take from like, you know. I don't know. I'm a weird person, man. Like, I went through a lot of different stuff really fast, and it led to a lot of bumps in the road. And like, so now, like for a while, I just try to avoid all of that shit together, like all together. Yeah, I, yo, I know exactly what you mean. I, I don't know exactly like a lot of stuff really fast yeah. when you say that I feel that yeah that's the story of like 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 I was saying like when I when my, when my parents were young shit was crazy and I saw things maybe I shouldn't have seen but you know my family was just they were still trying to get it together yeah, trying to figure it out and <clears throat> I hate like going on the internet hearing people like whining and complaining about like how bad they think things are when I feel like, I personally feel like I'm kind of living the best time I've ever lived. Yeah, the world's kind of falling apart, but I don't know, maybe that doesn't say anything good about me. No, I mean, like, it's tough. Like, we were listening to J. Cole today, and like he said, like, not a lot of people understand that small, like, that small town mindset. And, like, you don't even think about it in Rhode Island, but, like, the whole state has a small town mindset. Like, you could be in Providence and think that, like, like you're in the biggest shit ever, but like that's like the, that's literally the smallest capital oh in the God. state. Providence is so depressing to be in. Oh. So like it's like I love it here. Like honestly, like I got caught out in the, in, in the, what we would call the country of Rhode Island for a lot of my life, and coming out here, it was a it's it's a different feeling for me. You know what I mean? I don't stick out. That's good for me. I like being around a lot of people. Like. People are out because you gotta be out here. Like you gotta, you gotta be out here. Like you gotta walk around, take the bus, do whatever. Like you always see people. And where we're from, like nobody's outside. Ain't good to just nobody. Like you can walk down the street for hours. I've done it, and like never see anybody that you yeah. didn't like already organized to be there. Or like sometimes you might like be meeting up with somebody, and they might bring somebody else you know? But like you never just like walk around and meet somebody else. Yeah, Rhode well, Island's not like the biggest social mecca, it isn't. Like you could do that in Providence, but even then, like people kind of have that same like Boston or New York mindset, like head down, keep moving. 
Yeah, I fucking, I love going to the city and I love interacting with people and stuff. And I just noticed that, like, I try to, like, as a person, and because it's good for your posture, try to, like, stand up straight, keep my shoulders back and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I'm fucking saying what's up to the sky. <laughs> and I just, I can't help but, like, you know, when you're actually looking forward to seeing people, everyone's down on their phone or something, they're looking down at the ground. And it's like, this is why you all have scoliosis, first of all. But that's the, that's the, <laughs> What I learned from traveling is that that's a, a Northeast thing. That's something that we do. And I've, I've started trying to break myself out of that. Like, I've been, like I said, with like walk. Recently, I've been like kind of like slouching down and shit because, like, you know, this has been like a tough summer for me. Mm -hmm. But, like, once I notice myself like slouching, again, I'm like, all right, bring it, like, fucking bring it back up. Like, you're 5'10, stop walking around looking like you're 5'3. <laughs> like, for instance, like, down south, like, you're taught to, like, Greet everybody. That's where that southern hospitality comes from. Like, no matter who you see, like you're taught to greet them. So like, you see it around with some people. Like, you'll walk around and like you guys will like catch eyes, and then all of a sudden like you give the head nod or like you know what I mean. You talk, yeah. Like, you know or give or what's up or like that whole like well, oh. All right, we need to talk about this. All right, let's talk. I feel like I feel like I I, I don't know if anybody else feels this way, but. You want something? Yeah, fuck it. Alright, alright. So, I feel like we need to do away with the whole, um, how are you doing thing. Or how's your day shit, bro. Like, yeah, we need to start saying real shit to each other. Like, come on, bro. Like, yeah, I'm doing fine. No, it's good. Nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody cares. Bro, like, and like, um, one of my exes said this to me one time. She was like, so, Problem, a lot of the problem that people have with you, Jesse, is that it's like, it's simply put like this. If someone says, how are you? You're really gonna tell them how you're doing and how you're feeling. And everybody else is just not, they're, they're not prepared for that. They're just like ready for like the, oh, I'm good and, and passing on. That's why we get along. Because yeah. I've done the good and I just feel like an asshole walking away because I'm like, I just lied to that person. Like, I'm not good. Yeah. <laughs> like, Dude, my fucking dog died earlier. We finally buried my fucking grandfather bro, after two years. Bro, we're, we're both walking. <laughs> Shit <laughs> sucks. <laughs> How about you? You know? Like, tell like, me your shit. Like we but we were looking at the news like this. Poverty and hunger or hunger and motherfuckers have dirty water. Like, dude, we do that all the time. And then we all want walk around wondering why we feel like shit. Because we're lying to each other. We uh, want to confide in each other. Right there, but bro, we fucking like, don't. That shit was wild to me, like, I, I noticed it a while back, like, and then she said it to me, and I was like, yeah, man, like, so then I stopped. Like, I used to, like, be the guy that's, like, walking around the city just saying, like, yo, like, have a nice day, like, looking at people. And then I was just like, no more. I'm not giving nobody that energy. Like, okay, so the guy that we dealt with earlier, that's one reason why I said to him, I was like, Keep spreading. This this is gonna make sense after Je after Jesse tells the story. But I told him I was like, keep spreading the good word, because I didn't like that he was doing that. I didn't like that he did that to us. But yeah. if that's what he believes in, I want to know that I saw him personally, saw and recognized what he was trying to do. And I didn't want to just like you know, didn't want him to think I was disrespecting him. I just thought no, I just you handled it. You handled it like a boss, dude. You handled it. <laughs> so like, I if anybody knows me. I love, a, I love a good argument. I love like not like 
Like I'll get into like a heated argument. Don't 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 push the buttons. But I love like a good debate. Like going back and forth. Like your point, my point. Your point, my point. Like and then like let's come together on some shit, right? Especially when it comes to fucking religion. Like religion and education, I will I will body people. Like cause I don't. Tell them real quickly what happened. All right, so. If we're walking down the street, we're about we're we're right there, right? So like we're passing like all brown, Jay Wu and all college kids, fresh, like it's 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 mid-August, like yep. they just got there, like and we're walking down the street, nobody's on the street, right? Nobody's on the sidewalk. All of a sudden, it was like something out of a movie, like high school let out, like but it was like a college. And like so like six or seven people just yeah they, they just come out and they're all dispersing like rats and shit like that and this one dude stares me dead in the eyes from like 15 yards out i saw it yeah like, i think it was selling a cd or some shit like I, like i really thought like and then i was like maybe he knows you and, I'm, and then he's looking at me and i'm like i don't know him. i thought he knew you i was like i don't know him i know i don't know him we're both like just silent like walking like now like, uh, then he comes up to me, right? And he starts, uh, I don't even know how he interacted about it, but oh, he was like, he's like, what's the meaning of life? He was like, what's the meaning of life? And then I was like, just do what you love. And then he broke into some like paraphrase that he must have learned from somebody. And like, he kept trying to combat me going back and forth. And then eventually he starts talking about religion. And to be honest with you, I didn't really, I don't really know what religion he was he was getting into. We didn't really get into that. Like pulled out the it, Holy Bible. So it could have been a Bible. It could have been something else. But like it was, it was big. It was not hardcover. Like it could. Like you know what I mean. Like yeah. it wasn't specific. No, 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 it said Holy Bible. Oh, all right, all right. But then it was the Bible. All right. Then it was even worse. Yeah, yeah. Because like, because I, cause I, I mean, like you know what I mean. I don't know which which denomination he wants to go with. We didn't get that far with him. But um, he just. He went into something about like servants and you should be appreciative of what God gives you and stuff like that. And I really just told him that like none of this shit is given to us. Like this shit is here, it's out here, like we can use it, we can abuse it, which we usually do, but like this shit's not a gift, it's not mine to give back to somebody else. I didn't he didn't give me the trees or nothing like that. Like this is stuff that I use and like it was just it, it, it was just wild. Man. We just, I just greeted him, said like, "Yo, like, thank you, but like, let's have a good day." I gave him like what, like ten minutes? Yeah, yeah. I gave him his peace, bro. Like, I didn't like, I didn't spaz. I want to get mad. I really like listen to what he had to say because, like, I want to learn more about religion. You, so, like, you made your point, and you were like, I don't remember exactly what you had to say about it, but you made your point. You put your hand on him, and you're like, I gotta go eat. Yeah. And then you took off, and that's when I said to him, "Yo, keep spreading the good word." He was just standing there, like. It was like a scene from a movie, like the camera would be panning out on his stupid face as right. he just stood there on the sidewalk. So then it was just like, it felt like... <laughs> With his fucking backpack on the yeah, front. It just felt like he, he heard something from class. <laughs> and like, and he was like, yo, the first person I see, I'm going to give it to them. I have been inspired. Right. <laughs> and I was like... This is the wrong one. Like, anybody that knows, you know, that's the wrong conversation to have with me. Like, especially when I'm getting ready to eat, bro. Yeah, man. Um, like, we had been shooting for like, what, three hours? Like, something like that. And like, we had just like, yo. No, no. food, smoking, all weed and coffee. So we were hungry. Yeah, bro, like, it was, 
And like I was, I was just like, yo, you're really gonna stop me right now? And then I thought it was just gonna be like, yo, spread the word. Here's a business card with like some proverb on the back. That'd be on your way. No. I, I dealt with one of those dudes before. I was ready to just keep running. He would have <laughs> kept us there, bro. Like, he was ready. He was ready for all the smoke. Oh, yeah, no, not me, man. I am, I am all set for that. Okay, go. I gotta eat. Oh, but you were saying, before you told the story, you were saying how you love debating people. Oh, I love that. I, I fucking I cut you off, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, 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 I, that's, it's always, it's fun, it's like sports. People should be able to talk to each other and try to have an open mind about things. Yeah, you don't I have think to function, agree, right? one problem with like the modern day, especially with, like social media, is because you can just put something out there that look, it, it's a thing that people can read, you think you're right, you know? Mm -hmm. Because like, we're trained to believe that like stuff in books is right, and like stuff that we see is right. Yeah, cause it's like, uh, it's so, it started off like, if it's in a book, it must be right. Like that yeah. was, for a while, I was like, yo, if it's in a book, it's right. Yeah. And that was true for a while. And then they're like, then the internet comes out, and they're like, well, books aren't really like new, Information anymore, the internet is information, so the internet is right. And then everybody's like, well, not everything on the internet is right. <laughs> and then we kind of just like forgot that that was true. Yeah, because you can just put out a, a blog post. Diamond, Diamond talks like this. <laughs> I don't wanna. I don't I, I don't wanna. I saw my whole family get fucking shot <laughs> under some floorboards. <laughs> and so I spin and chase my tail as a defense mechanism. Okay, so before the battery died, we were just the long and the short of what I was trying to say was um, don't trust everything you see. Don't believe that you're always right because you're not. And uh, have an open mind about things. Read more, stay informed, as the minimalist would say. Remember when Wikipedia was all fake? I still, I still used it as a <laughs> Dude, I was in high school trying to just like paraphrase shit from Wikipedia. Yeah, I was using that shit in school and then like teachers are like, you dumb motherfucker. Like, you, you probably posted this on Wikipedia and then quoted yourself anonymously, you motherfucker. Like, now that's everybody's first immediate source. It says it on Wikipedia, just Wikipedia. It's fine. I do that all the time. I know Wikipedia is not a reliable source, and I'll be like, I want to know the history of this musician. I'm going to read Wikipedia. Oh, no, it, somehow it became a reliable source, even though you can still add to it. <laughs> even, though Sinbad's been, even though Sinbad's been declared dead three different times right. on Wikipedia. Still alive. <laughs> Wikipedia is the only thing on the internet you don't have to sign up for in order to use. <laughs> but they still fucking ask for money every time I go in brighter, louder banners. <laughs> First it was red, then it was yellow. Like, <laughs> Yo, Wiki's the shit. Shout out to Wikipedia. Uh, if you sponsor me, then if not, then fuck you. <laughs> so this has been Jesse Piff. Jesse, take the time to plug some shit right now. Fucking um, tell got, people what's up. We got New York Morning coming out in October. We got Bobby Beansack, the guardian of the dogs for right now. <laughs> 
And, um, plugged. You've been yeah. plugged, Bob. We got uh, dynamic duos coming uh, coming to a, a dust near you, September fifth. We got tickets all over the place. I'm going in. I'm going into late. I'm going into work late the next Friday. Yeah. Bring your friends. It's fun. Good time. We make the boom boom. <laughs> Shout out to the boom boom show. That's what my dog is saying. Fuck yes. Check out the Boom Boom Show. I'll be honest, I have not yet. Sam, sorry, but I'll get to it. Yeah. By the time you see this, hopefully hopefully I've seen it. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> Hollywood Scribe coming out too. Go get that shit when it comes out, bro. That's my dog. This is your dog. <laughs> <laughs> and that is my actual dog. Uh, yeah, check me out in the places. Million Ex-Girlfriends on Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, Million Ex Girlfriends on YouTube, uh, podcast on Spotify, Google, uh, fucking, I don't know, some other things as well. Jesse Piff. Probably be that. Anyway. Right here or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, do, I'll, try, I'll try to do that. I'll be honest, I don't, I'll, I'm one of those people who can't be bothered to watch every minute of what I'm doing when I'm editing because I honestly do not like looking at myself. So like, it's going to appear right here while you're doing that. I'm doing this. The the more <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> Jesse Piff. <laughs> anyway, that's it. That's all. Million Next Girlfriends. Signing out for now. Until next time. Yeah. Peace. Oh Sammy. Wait, yo, Sam! So get in here. Sammy, boom boom bang bang's in the house. Boom bang 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 boom in the house. How you doing? Bonus footage! Boner footage! And tell us, <laughs> tell, tell them who you are. My name's Ron, aka Kiss and Sleep when I come on camera. His name's Ron and he can do what he wants. He typed it on a piece of printer paper. <laughs> plug, plug some shit, plug some shit. New York morning. Uh, New York morning, dropping soon. Check out my podcast, The Boom Boom Show. Dynamic Duo, September 5th. Pull to that show. Check out my new song, Burn the Bridge. Yeah. Um, Yo, I was your 6,000th play, by the way. Oh, thank you, my friend. Thank you, my friend. Uh, like or comment if you want to see my butt. Boom, boom. That's a promise. Yeah, it's a big bucks. Yeah. Good looks, man.